What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? We are doing a two-for-one here today, and I apologize here for my attire. We just completed the Phillies game recap. Shouts out to all my Phillies fans. Great opening day win. But I had some time, and I figured we got to do a union match preview because tomorrow night, not only the Phillies will be in action, but we'll also have the Philadelphia Union down in Chester in a big Eastern Conference showdown against a, a, a formable Eastern Conference foe in the Columbus crew. Now, a week ago, this would have been for first place, but things have changed for Columbus, and they haven't they haven't been clicking on all cylinders as they should be in the early parts of the season, but that doesn't mean that this is a three points, a guaranteed three points here for the Philadelphia Union. We're going to explain that in just a minute, but this team, if you're from Philadelphia, if you are a Philly sports fan and you're not watching, I don't know. I honestly don't know why. I don't know. I, maybe the soccer thing. Uh, maybe it's in the Chester. I don't get it because this is a fun soccer team to watch, and they are damn good, and I will be there tomorrow for that match. We'll get to that in a second. But, ladies and gentlemen, welcome on in to Phil the Philadelphia Union match preview. We are previewing the Union versus Columbus Crew Saturday afternoon's matchup at 6 p.m. Thank you so much to everyone on Facebook. We got YouTube, Twitter, and, of course, TikTok checking out Union Match Preview. So thank you to everyone who is checking this out. But uh, I want to start off today with a new, a bit of, a little bit of a note that was mentioned in the Jim Curtin presser uh, yesterday. Of course, El Brujo Martinez. There's been rumors, honestly, since last year about El Brujo leaving Philly. And not for another MLS club. There's been eyes on him from Mexico. Um, and apparently now, from what we understood from Jim Curtin's last presser yesterday, that there are clubs from Europe who are calling Philadelphia for the services of a Brujo Martinez. Honestly, that caught me by surprise. But what caught me more by surprise was the fan base who were upset about this. Now, look, we know what business we're in. We know the direction of the MLS is going. No longer is the narrative of the retirement league. That's now Serie <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I had to throw that jab. But now this is a league where we are getting young players, whether it be a homegrown or a young South American or European player coming here, getting their playing time, develop, continue their development and getting sold to Europe. Because we all know at the end of the day, the dream, the final goal of a soccer player is playing in a big league in Europe, preferably a league that will get them to the Champions League. That's where everyone wants to play. With El Brujo, you can't be mad at this. This guy's worked his ass off. He's looked like so far. And what Jim said at the presser after last Saturday's game, it is very telling. And it's not far-fetched. El Brujo so far in 2022 looks like the best six central defensive midfielder, whatever you want to call it. He looks like the best of it. And with Diego Chara getting up there in age, he has taken he has definitely taken the throne as the best number six. When you consider the different things that he does on the pitch, he knows how to track back. He gets the ball. He knows how to get that the the attack started from deep. He, he he's quick at reacting and he's very tenacious. He is an anchor in that midfield as that number six, and he's got some speed. And his attitude, his attitude really sets the tone for this team. And if you haven't heard the Duke by the River in interview with Leon Flock, in which we discuss El Brujo Martinez, I would highly recommend check that out. And you will find out the importance of El Brujo Martinez to this team. But with that being said, this is the goal of this team. It is to not only win, win games, win cups, win or trophies, as they say here in America, but it is also 
to send players over to Europe. This is fucking awesome. I it feels like I'm a Penn State football fan watching Saquon Barkley and Mike uh, Michael Parsons doing their thing in the NFL. And I'm watching Brendan Aronson and Mark McKenzie not only doing their thing for their European clubs, but for this own for your own country as well, the United States men's national team. And for El Brujo, we'll see what comes about it. I could see El Brujo's style fitting in in Serie A, that tenacious style that he plays. I don't think that he can play the type of role he plays now in Europe. I think if he's going to go to Europe, he's going to have to play maybe in a 4-2-3-1 as that holding guy, maybe in a 4-3-3. We know over in Europe that 4-3-3 is very prominent, but I don't think that he can play by himself as that CDM. There's a lot of responsibility on El Brujo Martinez. In a league like the MLS, where the number 10, it is super prominent. There is a lot of clubs who rely on the play of a number 10, including our own Philadelphia Union with Daniel Gazdak. You got the New England Revolution with Carlos Hill. You have Toronto FC with Alejandro Pozuelos. The club that we're going to see this upcoming Saturday, Lucas Alarayan, Carlos uh, Severski, Severski, I'm sorry, my Polish pronunciation is not up to par, but you're getting the picture. The importance of a number six it is by far more prevalent now in 2022 than it has ever been because of the emergence of the number 10 position in the MLS. And you have a Brujo who is able to stop that. So, ladies and gentlemen, union fans, you cannot be mad at the union being able to sell them off. And if that is the case, you got Leon Flock. You can, you can plug in there. You got, by the way, you have some youngster, some homegrowns who are ready for some quality playing minutes but they definitely can fit in. Jack McLean can slide into the, to the left shuttle midfield position. You still have a Paxson Aronson. I preferably would play Paxson Aronson as a 10, but don't, you know, he can do the shuttle midfield shenanigans as well. And although Leon Flock does feel more comfortable as an eight, he likes to roam down up and down the pitch. He can play the six, and he's actually pretty good at playing as that number six as well. So we are in good hands. And El Brujo Martinez, I hope he does get sold. And I remember the days of being the first person in the Philadelphia Union media world to get you guys the inside scoop of El Brujo Martinez. Shouts out to Jupiter Ruiz. All right, let's look at our club. So we're coming off of this 2-0 victory over Charlotte FC, where we absolutely gave a little bit of a humble pie to the Charlotte Nation. These guys were feeling themselves two straight wins. Here we go. And come in Philadelphia and get a taste of Phillies off. We shut down Sversky. They try to make us, they try to make us possess the ball. And what do we do? We we counterattack and we hit Kai Wagner up top with uh with Sergio Santos and Julian Carranza. Too much speed, and we wound up with a two-nothing victory. Now we did discuss though. Although it was a nice 2-0 victory, the scoreline was definitely not telling of the performance because the Union truly and honestly dominated, did not put away some of the opportunities that they did have. And this is part of the, some not I wouldn't say the gripes, I wouldn't say the displeasure with this club because this club is right now the hottest club in the MLS, the best club in the MLS right now. But there, it doesn't mean that there aren't things that they could improve upon. And it does not also mean that they are a finished product. I think, still have a lot more to give. I think this club can be one of those clubs that can run up a scoreboard a la Seattle Sounders and shouts to Seattle putting NYCFC in their place in CCL. Thank you, Seattle. But, but back to my point here. So there are still things that you need to work on and, and fix, and that's more so on the attack, and, and we'll see how that can kind of 
keep continue evolving as these matches go on. So we're next up here for our side, Columbus Crew. Now, the crew always, 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 always give us fits. It's such an interesting matchup with these guys because always, especially over the past couple of years, when it comes to the home side between both of these teams, the home side always seems to get the best of the other team. The Union typically struggle, struggle in Columbus and vice versa. Columbus typically struggles in Chester. And so I do think that narrative will pro probably continue tomorrow night in Chester, Pennsylvania, where it is probably going to be beautiful weather for this match. And Subaru Park is going to be sold out. And it's going to be interesting because we do have a Phillies game. We have a Philly sports quadruple header tomorrow with the Sixers, the Phillies, the Flyers, and the Union all in action on Saturday. And so it's going to be interesting to see what is going to be the division as far as fans go. But look, they are definitely better than what the record states. They now, now the record's not terrible. Eight points to start off on the season, but they have two wins, two draws, and a loss. With they left a lot on the pitch in these past couple matches. And if you hear Caleb Porter talking in the pressers, he'll tell you the same thing that they have left a lot to be desired in these past couple matches, including their last match where they got blanked by Nashville. Now, that's not out of the ordinary. Nashville does that to a lot of clubs. But when you have some of the pieces that you do in the attack like Columbus does, you should not be getting blanked like that. And and they have, they have been struggling a little bit with scoring as well as their goal differential is a plus four uh, so far. So for a side like Columbus with some of the pieces that they have, it's definitely a work in progress. And so for Caleb Porter, for a team who's had a lot of opportunities and feels as if they are this close to unleashing their the full potential of their attack, we'll see what happens on Saturday against the number one defense in the MLS, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll we'll see how, how that goes. But yes, their their issues with goal scoring do continue. Um, obviously, they have been switching back and forth with their nines between Yazzie Zardes, everyone's favorite United States men's national team striker, and Miguel Barry as well. So we'll see what they go with up there. Um, but what's gonna, what's interesting to me here and, and kind of a little bit of a disappointment, we know Columbus likes to play. They like to play with the ball at their feet. They like the possession. We know the union, the complete opposite. They do not like to play with the ball at their feet. They like to play a high press. They like to force opponents into tough situations, and they like to attack the spaces. They are always a step ahead of the game. They always uh, seem to force clubs into bad situations. And so where I would want a club to force the union to possess the ball, this is not going to be that match because of the style that Columbus plays. So this could very well bode well for the Union, but that doesn't mean scared that Columbus crew are going to still stick with their style. And as they should, if you if you're confident in your style of play, you got to go out there and you got to play. Now Columbus has one of the best number tens. It was one of the reasons why they won the MLS Cup back in 2020. And that is Lucas El Arayan. He's a number 10 that not only can create for others, but he can create his own shot as well. And that is what makes him so dangerous. And so this matchup against El Brujo Martinez makes it even more interesting. And we've seen these two going back and forth. I was actually at the match last year for the Lucas Alarayan versus El Brujo Martinez matchup. And El Brujo got the best of him by far in that Chester matchup later on in the season. El Brujo got the best of him. So it's going to be fun watching him there. But 
What I would say, guys, I don't think that is going to be the matchup to watch. What I think the matchup to watch is going to be the right-hand side of the attack. So that is Nate, the youngster, Nathan Harriel, who has surprised quite a few throughout the league in the early parts of the season with what is probably going to be Alejandro Bedoya, who missed last match, obviously, uh, with a little bit of an injury for precautionary reasons. You know, we respect that. And so we saw Quinn Sullivan, which didn't do terrible, but I think that Quinn Sullivan's best, strong suit position would be up top in, as one of those forwards, more preferably as that holding forward behind whoever would be Wow or uh, Burke or Caranza. Back to it. So I believe Ali was, is, is going to be there with Nathan Harriel, and it's going to be interesting them going up against Derek Etienne and Pedro Santos. Both of those two have great chemistry and are very quality players, especially out in the flank in this league. And that's going to be a very, very interesting matchup. Derek Etienne has done damage on the Union in the past. And um, and Pedro Santos is one of the best fullbacks that we have in this league. I mean, he ain't no Kai Wagner, that's for sure. But he definitely knows how to get up and down. So for a young Nathan Harriel, I think it's going to be a great matchup. And I think that is the one matchup that you guys all should be keeping an eye out is what is good. The battle of the Union right side versus the battle of the, the Columbus left side. And I can't wait to see that. But as far as the rest of the lineup goes, I don't see much changes. Obviously, Andre Blake back in goal with your back line of Kai Wagner, Jakob Glesnitz, Jack Elliott, uh, Nathan Harriel with your diamond midfield of Leon Flock at the left shuttle midfielder. Jose El Brujo Martinez at that number six with your right shuttle midfielder being Alejandro Bedoya at the tip of the diamond, Daniel Gazdak, and then your two forwards. Now we have to bring this up because Jim Curtin in the press conference dropped the bomb. Not only in the press conference, my man went on 97.5 The Fanatic and said, we are going to unleash the UA. The UA is going to be unleashed in Chester on Saturday night. So I, yes, I do believe we will finally finally see the debut of Mikael Uwa with Julian Carranza up top. And I have been waiting for these two to play together for so long. The speed, we've seen the pace of Mike Mikael Uwa. And we have seen Julian Carranza acclimating himself, saying, fuck you, Miami. You guys fucked up. I am balling out here in Philadelphia or early on in, in this season as well. A goal and two assists, but he looks so much more comfortable, and you are seeing what is wrong with Miami as well. Look, Gonzalo Higuain, a very well-respected European striker in his time, right? We all can agree on that. But Beckham, times have changed in the MLS. We understand you changed the league by coming here, but those type of signings don't do it. You have you had a young, promising, up-and-coming Argentinian striker who was doing work in Argentina, and then you bring him up here as a DP, but then you go sign Gonzalo Higuain? And now you're seeing why, why you fucked up, because Carranza is fitting in this system in a two-striker system. And I think with Ua, once they get the chemistry together, this is going to be dangerous. Oh, my God. Someone, someone, someone get someone get the Pennsylvania State Troopers down to Chester tomorrow if that's the case, because we are going to put, I guarantee we're gonna put three goals up on Columbus if these two play together. Uwa in his short, he's played like what, like 40 some minutes, 45 minutes so far in the MLS. You know, it's been it's been a bitch that he's been having to deal with injuries. But Mikhail Uwa has already shown that he knows how to get behind the back line. 
He needs he needs to finish, and that's going to come with time. But in his 45 minutes of play, you have seen him the ability of getting behind the back line. He's going to be dangerous, and I, and I can't wait to see that. And just seeing Gazak, who is on an MVP page, and I'm going to be so excited to watch Gazak versus Zelan possibly MVP candidate versus MVP, another possible MVP candidate. And for Gazak, he's having a fantastic year, leading the union in goals. And we, we last year we saw him more as a facilitator, more of that Bork Dochkow. Whereas this year we are seeing him more as a Marco Fabian. And so I cannot wait to see Gazdak threading the needle with Carranza and Uwa. And oh, by the way, he can do his own business as well as, as scoring too. So I, this tack is going to be so much fun tomorrow. I think this is going to be an absolute statement game for Daniel Gazdak. I also do think that if the Philadelphia do play Union Soccer at home, that physical style of soccer, there is no way that they're going to lose to the Columbus crew. Caleb Porter can throw all the analytics that he wants at us. He can tell us that Columbus is this close. They are getting the chances. They are dangerous in the final third. That is great and all. But the fact of the matter is you're not putting goals in net. And it's early in the season. And we saw the Union last year in the middle of the summer going through their block, but also they had CCL to think about. But this happens. This, this happens in soccer, not only in the MLS. This happens in, in Europe as well. But this Union defense is the best in the league. Yes, Nashville. Yes, Atlanta. This is the best defense in the MLS. You're you're not number one with El Brujo, with El Brujo Martinez, and also when you have a Leon Flock as your as your left little midfielder who is able to come back down, who with the work rate that he works at on every on a, on a game to game basis. It's going to be tough for Zellerion and this attack in general to get through. And then, of course, you got Glezes and Elliott. So that, is, that definitely makes it a little bit difficult for them as well. And it should be fun. What's up? We got PJ in the chat. What is happening, my brother? Do baby. So excited for this. It was going to be a fun one. It's always fun with Columbus. They are a well-tuned machine. But... This is a different ball. This is a different ball game for them this upcoming Saturday. I really think, and this is going to be a great statement game as well. Um, is Ella Ryan leaving? I have no idea if he's leaving. I don't think. I don't think for at least this year he's going to be leaving. I think he still wants to win with Columbus. Um, he made the move for a reason. Uh, but uh, yo, shout out to Zella Ryan. He he had a, his first press conference in English. That's awesome. That's freaking awesome. So we'll we'll definitely see what that goes about. But um, let's get to the nitty gritty, right, guys? Um. Uh, see Borgia. Listen, I appreciate the Phillies questions. Obviously, I know I still have my Phillies gear on. It's because I'm in stitch of time right now. Uh, if you want to talk Phillies, we actually already did our Phillies game recap. We did that right after the game. So if you want, you can check that out. We had Kataha DSM Media on there. Head on over to my YouTube channel. You can definitely check that out. But this right now is the Union match preview. So we're talking Union. We're talking MLS right now. But I appreciate you checking in, brother. I really do. Um, let's let's get to some previews. So. Like I said, this would be a fun one. And, and, and I I was joking about the three goals, but these two teams, they are t closer than what we think they are. However, though, I do think that the Union are playing with a certain swagger. You can tell that that Eastern Conference final shenanigans really carried over in a positive way this year. These guys are on a mission, match to match out. They want to bring you pain every single game. It's very German-like, dare I say, with the style of play and now the mentality that they play with as well. So I do think that tomorrow is going to be, yet again, another statement game for these guys. I think the Union start off bright and early. They 
put Columbus in their place. And I think in the end, the Union still will find a way to win. I think the Union will go up 2 nothing. I think we could see some goals from Gazdak and Carranza gets the second goal. I don't think we'll see Ua goal yet. I see Carranza and I see a Gazdak getting another a Gazdak with another goal. And then I see uh, Columbus making a late push. I'll say 75 minute, 75th minute, because we have seen the Union kind of not slipping per se because they haven't conceding, they haven't been conceding those goals. But I do see that 75th minute Columbus kind of turns it up. They get one goal and then the Union just clamps it right there. And then they ends it. And I think the Union win two to one tomorrow night against the Columbus crew. But it should be a lot of freaking fun, guys. What's up? DK Central checking in yet again. DK Central, you realize that the Seattle Sounders are one of the best clubs in the MLS and are probably going to represent this country in Champions League in in a month or three months. So go Sounders. Shouts out to Seattle sports. Go Sounders. Go Seahawks. Go Mariners. Go go go, go Kraken. Sure. We'll, we'll go there. We'll go there. Go Sonics. Go Sonics as well. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, so that's going to do it for today's uh, Union Match Preview. Uh, let me know in the comment section your predictions, what you think the score line will be. A quick reminder, I will be there tomorrow. If you guys are in Lot C, stop on over to the tailgate to say hello. Get, catch some of these vibes. I will be in 136 tomorrow as well in the River's End. So if you guys, I would love to see you guys. I would love to say hello as well. So make sure you guys check on in tomorrow down in Chester. It should be a lot of freaking fun. 2-1 final score, I think it will be tomorrow. You guys let me know your final score. Make sure you guys like the video. If you guys enjoyed the content, make sure you guys subscribe to join this Philly Sports family. And, of course, make sure you guys are subscribed to Oin Philly Sports for all of your podcasting needs. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Ed Barcelona Philly, and I am telling you guys the Dupont. Talk to you guys soon. Beat the crew! Oh.